0: Comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. This episode of the Carol Chronicles is brought to you by the No Apologies Podcast. Hosted by Daryl Taylor, No Apologies brings singular and roundtable discussions of pop culture to levels of hilarity few podcasts have been able to attain. You can download episodes at Comic Book Roadshow and NoApologies.wordpress.com or subscribe to the No Apologies podcast via iTunes. The PKD Black Box presents The Carol Chronicles. Hello once again to the fun that never ends, The Carol Chronicles by John Carroll on the half-hour wasted Legion of Dudes podcasting network. We are brought to you today by the PKD Media. Our sponsor is uh, Hypnotoad. Today's hit episode is sponsored by Hypnotoad. Yes, it's not just the number one uh, show of the, tw- the 31st century. It's also the one that I watched the most today. Okay, moving on. Yeah, it's been about three weeks since I last spoke to you. Spoke to uh, uh, Life with not just me, but with other people has popped in. So held off on recording for a couple of weeks so that things could stretch out. I was actually going to record this earlier in the week, but, well... Things happened, and I thought, no, I don't want to do this, because I'll wait and do one Monday to go out next Friday. But I I double-checked with Sean, and he's going to get this up on Saturday, because I wanted to get my Oscar picks in. Everybody was surprised last year I did as well as I did. Picking, uh, I got lucky on it. Don't know how, but I did. Uh, Let's see, this year's picks. It's going to be pretty much chalk. I'm going to say this is going to be one of the more boring, uh oscar telecast you're going to see it's pretty much going to be what everybody's thinking it's pretty much going to be it start at the bottom and work our way up i'm just going to do a few categories this year not the all-out one i did last year <clears throat> original screenplay can be King's speech it's winning everything yeah adapted social network i personally this is one of the only two of the movies that are nominated this year that i have seen I didn't care for it. I didn't like it. I don't I think Zuckerberg is a douche. And I really don't like it. I think it's more I think the premise of it is basically rich little preppy guys making old stuff for rich preppy people. And that's not me and I didn't care for it. But let's be honest, it's gonna win. That this not an, it's gonna win adapted screenplay. King's speech, gonna run original. Come on. It's a a period piece. It's got all this other crap it's nominated for. It's going to win this. Supporting actress Melissa Leo is going to win this. She's won everything. Blah, 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 blah. Only chance she could lose is if uh, the chicky from True Grit can win it only if Amy Adams sucks away a few votes. Supporting actor Christian Bale. End of discussion. Best Actress, it's going to be Natalie Fordman. Saw the one, not just for the uh, lesbo scene. She's good in it. She's very good in it. I personally think that Benning could could upset her. Only because Benning's been nominated a few, nominated, what, four times? Yeah, four. And never won. She could win. Not likely to so win. Actor, Colin Firth he's been nominated before, he's lost, it's his turn, he's going to be director. I think they're going to do the split this year. It's not. To, uh, Tom Hooper's been winning a lot of stuff for King's Speech, but I think they're going to do one of those rare. Uh, director is not the same as his part. Uh, his picture, I'm going to say Fincher from Social ne- David Fincher, or Social Network, is going to win. Not. I'm only about 60-40 on that. I think Hooper could but it's probably going to be Fincher. And, of course, best picture, so Fincher's going to win, is going to be the King's Speech. They want to give it to a period piece, and it would be a mild upset if Social Network won because, well, right now, King's Speech has all the momentum because of when the awards, it started when it came out. If it was a month ago, you would have said Social Network's going to win. If it was a month from now, you might say it would be a uh, social network again because of momentum. But when the votes were sent out to be tabulated, it was right when King's Speech was at starting this momentum build, and it was fresher in people's minds. That's always something to consider when things were done. Okay, let's move on. Uh, just to recap, that's Best Picture, King's Speech, director David Fincher of Social Network, Colin Firth from King's Speech. Natalie Portman from *Black Swan*, supporting actor Christian Bale from *The Fighter*, supporting actress Melissa Leo from *The Fighter*. Adapted screenplay *Social Network*, and the original screenplay *King's Speech*. Let's move on to tech news. Big ones that are for us comic geeks: the Motorola Zoom launch was this week. Uh, it's exclusive on Verizon. You can buy it otherwise, but it is six hundred bucks, I believe it is a great tablet for Android honeycomb which is what uh, Android 3.0 was better known as is a great little thing it's great operating system it's not quite the iPad but well, I mean it's not the I, it's not the iOS but who cares uh, the thing I like about this uh, about it now is that I've got a uh, my beloved nook has enough onboard memory that when you are just trying to watch uh, different things, like uh, if you're trying to use a lot of the comic viewers that are out there, the base level ones for Android, like a Android comic viewer, and there's one other one I can't remember off the top uh, because I don't have my phone around me. You try and use those most of the time. You will, uh, if it's a big CBZ or CBR, you can get a real bad problem of it. Having a memory overrun and not being able to work and crashing, I had that all the time. Run these now on my Nook because it has a ton of onboard memory, and also on, uh, and I believe the uh, Zoom is not going to have that problem because it's also got a large amount of onboard memory. You, uh, they're going to work properly, they're not going to have those issues of cascade fails and everything. Is it an iPad? No. It's not. Is there as much stuff out there for it? No. Are they quite as good? Depends on what you're doing. I and mean, I'm not going to get into Android versus uh, Apple because I love the I love the iPhone. I think it's a great operating system. I don't sell it. I work for Sprint. Full disclosure. I've made fun of Macs in the past. I call them Linux for hippies because. While the kernel being Unix is what the joke goes for. But I do think it's a great OS. It's the most simple and best OS I've seen. That said, Android is a lot more customizable, so it does have some advantages. Continuing that vein, talking about the iPhone and iPad. iPad 2 and iPhone, iPhone 5 announcements are expected next week. Big thing iPad 2. Full thinner. Gonna have a camera, from what I'm told. iPhone 5. Nothing much really improved on it. A little bit stronger camera. Uh, not much else they can really do with that, except I don't... This is not unconfirmed. I believe I saw this on Boy um, Genius Report or Gizmodo. It is ex- anticipated for it to have on the iPad too and micro SD card slot. And the iPhone 5 potentially might have one, but I doubt it. I think the uh, iPad 2 is going to be the one that has it. Great thing about that, external storage for music, external storage for your pictures so you don't have to sync it to the computer. You can just take that uh, because a lot of memory cards you can get are going to have a card slot. So My guess is the iPad 2 is going to have a full SD card slot. If not, it'll have a micro, so you can just take that card out. Have your camera, pop it out, boop, put it right in. There you go, plug and play. Other big news um, in the comics for tech is Graphic.ly. They do a lot of stuff for Apple. Um, they have now released a app for Android, free app. Important thing about that is that you now have an alternative to get Marvel and IDW because the Comixology app does not have that much for those two OS's I mean for that uh, OS it doesn't have a lot from Apple and uh, IDW now you do and that's Marvel's been the big people to push in the tabloon and enter market moving on let's go over to sports big news Carmelo Anthony got traded Yeah, him, Chauncey, and Amari Stoudemire, and Chauncey, Amari, and Camarillo, and, yeah, cricket stripping. Give them two years. Uh, Let's see what happens with the CBA there, because there is going to be a lockout in basketball, and maybe not, not a strike. This time it is going to be a lockout just like the NFL probably will have. But let's see what Carmelo and the Knicks are able to do. Because I think there could be a wonderful thing that I'll discuss in a few minutes. Darren Williams was traded to the Nets. He doesn't really have anything, but uh, a Lopez brother. Yeah. Yeah. Other big trades, Boston, Oklahoma City. Boston has said, no, we're not competing with Orlando, and we're not that worried about Um, L.A. We're worried about Oklahoma City. We're worried about good old uh, San Antonio, and we're worried about the Heat and the Bulls. They gave up Kendrick Perkins, who, big man, not real good offensively, but a mean streak and a great defensive player, to get Jeff Green. Who is a, he's listed as a four, but he's, a, he's what is better known as a stretch four, uh, which basically means he's a small, four, he's a small four who's about 6'9, 6'8, who can play the four and not get humiliated. He's good for shooting, he's a spot up guy, he's not a big down low guy. Good thing about that is Paul Pierce is 32, played a lot, Ray Allen is 35, played a lot, they're getting old. This gives them somebody to, so that within, in say, in two years, they make. It, let's say they make an offer to Jeff Green, say we will we'll keep him around. Pierce, Allen, retire in two years. They've got a good foundation there with Rondo, Davis, and Green. That's a good When Garnett and company retire. Saw so the All-Star game. It's an All-Star game. Dunk contest. Good athletic dunk contest. That said, should Blake have won? No. But I have watched some. I watched a highlight reel of him. The man has... It's not that he can jump high. He has hang time. It seems like he jumps. And he, he double jumps. It's like he jumps and then he goes a little bit more. It's, my God, it's just insane how good he is. Think about what happens when he learns how to, you know, shoot. <laughs> when he learns how to push, shoot and not just rely on pure athleticism and talent, he could be a 30-game scorer at Power 4, something we haven't seen since Karl Malone. That, uh, that said, gonna tie in the NFL and the NBA on this. The NFL is looking to get a pushback to get some more money. And the players and also looking to get a longer season players are basically like no longer season and we want to keep money about the same i look forward to compromise on not extending the season but the players will have to get back some money there's, there's no if, they, if the only way for them to go to an 18 game season Is if they give, is if the owners give in on the pension, because right now the average player plays three is around for about 3.3 seasons, and you have to be around three years to get your your pension vested. That means that basically you have to be on the roster and active for six games. I don't know if it's active. I know you have to be on the roster. I believe you have to be active. No, you don't have to be active. You have to be on the official 53-man roster for six games. In a 16 game season. That's why last year they always talked about how they had to be back before game 10 so they could have a year invested towards the pension, towards the uh, free agency. I think that if they do, they should try and, if they go to an 18 game season, that automatically means that the player, instead of qualifying after, was it 50 games, would, uh, I mean, the same qualification would be. 3.2 season, 3.3 now, that's about what? Uh, 48 plus call it 4 after 52 games. Now, 3 seasons is, I mean, that same equivalency would be another, what, 60 games? Be almost. Yeah, my well, math is correct, Jack, yeah, because you'd be 36 plus another 18 games, which would be 54. So if you played three seasons, you're already two games over where you would have been otherwise. So I think they need to lower the uh, pension requirement. They do that. That said in the NBA, you'll probably get a harder cap. Um, probably the elimination of the biannual exception. Which, is, which, if you don't know about the NBA, there's three exceptions to the salary cap. What's known as the Bird exception, which is basically you can sign your own free agent over the cap. The mid-level exception, which every team has every year, you can sign a combination of players. To uh, this year, I think it was like 5.6 million per. A lot of teams don't sign it. I think it's only like six. Most teams only sign until at five with the raises just so they can have that money still around. So if they need to sign somebody in the season for money. It's not a minimum contract. And the other one is the biannual exception, which you get every two years. If you use it in one year, you don't have it the next. Um, You cannot use all three in the same year. You can use... Any combination of two. That's why the uh, heat only they had a they had the mid level, which is what they used to sign Mike Miller, and they had their word exception, which is what they used to sign. I believe which they actually didn't use this year because they were able they had they got all three and under, but it's what George, what uh, LeBron would have signed if he had stayed with the Cavs. That um, same yeah. Yeah, the biannual is also a lot smaller. Instead of being about six, it's about two. You sure. year. But look for the NBA to have a harder cap, the elimination of at least one of the good uh, of the exceptions, a removal of base year compensation player, which basically it boils down to if you sign a free agent contract or a uh, if you sign a bird contract early you don't qualify. Your contract isn't It's somewhere around 75, 80% of its actual value. So if you, if you make eight, your trade value isn't eight. It's like six. Yeah. For like the first two years, of the for the like first two years of the contract, I actually understand it. And if I had 20 minutes, I could, I would sit down and explain it, but I don't want to trust me. You blow your mind and make it hurt. Uh, and also, the big one is a franchise player tag, which is going to be in there. So, the team, some teams could keep guys. It's going to be interesting how they do that. Is it going to be a you get traded in the? Is it going to be like somebody like Carmelo or Darren Williams this year? For Carmelo, say he had gotten traded to the Nets. He didn't want to go to the Nets. Well, he would have signed the contract and stayed but Let's let's say he didn't want to go to the Nets. Would the Nets have that right of using a franchise tag for a guy they've had for 30 games, or would it have to be something that they've that uh, you've been on the team longer than that, in, like a year plus? And that's going to be an interesting thing. Moving on, just got a few minutes left. Uh, we're going to talk about comics. I've Been reading a few this uh, so far this month. I Haven't my cutbacks starting starting two or three months. Uh, nothing really big has come out this uh, last couple of weeks. DC is starting to hit its stride. The build into Flashpoint looks good, and the build into you know, Green Lantern looks great. more War of the Lanterns looks great, and so does Flashpoint. Um, if you didn't know any better, you wouldn't know that Fear Itself is coming because there's been hardly any build up that I've seen I nothing you say said. Fear itself prologue. Except, I mean they've had little ads in the paper. In the uh, I'm not in the paper in the uh, books, but don't pay attention to them closely. Um, yeah. Fear itself, uh generation loss has been good. Yeah. Despite what they just did with the killing of Jamie Reyes. Yeah. Max Lore killed another Blue Beetle. Oh yeah. Spoilers. I should go back and say that but I don't give a shit. Will he stay dead? I don't know. Something tells me the alien symbiote is going to keep bringing back. But you never know. I think it's... enough, Or the White Lantern will because we've got just a couple of issues left in that series and then it's going to end. So it could be something... Interesting, because we still don't know what's going to happen at the end of Generation Lost. And also at the end of, dun-dun-dun, Friday's Day. So, we'll find out. Yeah, the last issue of Friday's Day was good. It had Like You Lad in it, and he was kicking ass. Good. Young Justice cartoon is hitting its stride. It had a couple of good episodes. Kid Flash is really getting on my fucking nerves. I want to punch him in the fucking head. I mean, admittedly, he's a 15 year old. He's acting like a 15 year old horn dog. But please, smack the shit. Out of Which means he's doing a good job. He's doing a good job. Um, other plot points in that that they're building to: um, Roy, who has popped up. Speed has popped up a couple times. I'm sorry, Red Arrow. And those, of course, Artemis is not. Ollie's uh, niece, which is what he's claimed to get around the team. Pro- I see her having an origin very similar to Speedy 2, aka Nia Darden. Yeah, Nia Darden. In which she may be a, form- a prostitute who took it up from Ollie, uh, took it and became a sidekick. I think she might have a similar origin. She is a little bit bitter bitch, but you never know. We'll find out. Alright, talking about something in just a second that is near and dear to my heart. The big nose I'm sorry, for those of us in comics, is the death of Dwayne McDuffie. I'm gonna say something that sounds mean and I don't really mean it that way, but I got into as I've said many a time, I got into comics really late. Compared to most people, I got into it when I was a lot older than the standard person who did. So I didn't grow up with Duane. Didn't have any attachment to static or a lot of his work, except in one area, and that was the JLU. The JLU, he wrote a lot of the stories of Justice League Unlimited, not the original Justice League. Episodes. He wrote a few, including he wrote literally my my favorite episode on that. And that was the good old episode where Superman gets knocked thirty thousand years in the future and has to deal with a admitted insane uh, vandal savage. But it's just perfect because, I mean, it had Lobo in it, it had Vandal, who was nuts, but was a hero. It's weird, but it was great. And he did other episodes in the original Justice League, I mean, he did uh, a whole bunch of Hot Girl and, G- and Green Lantern episodes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's black, and so he made Green Lantern be a standout in a lot of his but who cares? That's just that what happened to be. No. That said, and he, but when Justice League Unlimited came in, he wrote a ton of episodes. Easily, almost half of them, especially in the uh, especially in the second season, he wrote a and he wrote the uh, Thanagar episode where the Thanagarians invaded course course, that was open the other one. So uh, okay, by other one, I mean that was Justice League. Not Justice League Unlimited. He wrote the future episode. He wrote the Chronos episode where we got to meet uh, the future Batman the, Beyond, Hawkman, uh, Hawkman, who is Dan, who is uh, I'm sorry, John Stewart and Shayera's uh, kid. He wrote the episode that basically said, yeah, I Terry, Terry is Bruce's kid. Okay, he's, his DNA. Um, he wrote what other episodes? I am looking at Wikipedia and I'm talking about this. He's hmm. looking at what he wrote with all that. was quite Other episodes and stuff he did. I mean, he wrote the uh, All-Star Superman movie which is adapted from, yeah that's right, the one, the only, yeah, let me tell you, I actually wanted to tell you, okay, Grant Morrison, Can you actually make it, understandable? let's see what else did he, right, he did the Earth 2 movie, which is one. he wrote the story for the Justice League Heroes video game which uh, never played the PS2 version. I have it for PSP, and it's got a good storyline. It's good. I love that game. Yeah, uh, according to Wikipedia, he wrote, produced, or story-edited 69 out of 91 episodes. Damn! But so when it came to comics, where I was introduced to him is when he did... Fantastic Four and he did his Justice League run. He was on it for th- he was on it for two years with um, JLA. And I appreciate why he got fired, because he went out the way he should have gone out. Because he gave honest answers. He basically said, DC, fuck to me. Every time I would get close to my store, I would start writing the story they they want. They had hired me to write. They's like, no, you need to do this crossover. <laughs> Fuck you, Grant Morrison. You're the one who got him fired from that with your with the bullshit of Countdown and the bullshit of um, Crisis. <sighs> but that was really my introduction to Milestone. Is when he wrote that, and so I went back and I got some milestone issues and the milestone forever it was great. And it actually it was a way for them to bring in to DC continuity in a different way. I still think they should have kept it separate and made him one of the fifty two earths. But I understand. I don't like it, but I understand. Yeah. If I remember correctly, his run on Fantastic Four is one that I know that Norton likes because it's Brought back gravity, who had been killed, and brought him back. It was the uh, it was, uh, the post Civil War issues where the uh, were uh, Black Panther and Storm were part of the team. So he wrote that. Yeah. What else did he do? Uh, let's see. There was some Scooby Doo. He wrote whole 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 bunch of stuff I'm not even into it but yeah I mean he was a big influence on a lot of the people that I consider friends in the comic industry be, as a writer maybe not as a yeah strictly as a writer for stuff I mean he made me want to find out more about him because he was a good writer and he was honest I mean I didn't find out about this until later but his spook proposal for Teenage Negro Ninja Thrashers. Oh my god, you read it. oh my god. It's basically, hey, look, let's have four black characters all on skateboards, because that's what almost every character you brought in has. But here's to you, join. Have a, uh, rest in peace. That's it for tonight. Uh, I'll catch you guys in about a week before I go on vacation. And if there's anything else, you can drop a line to Sean at blackbox at pkdmedia.com uh, You can send one to me at john.c.carol at gmail.com or hit my uh, website at theoblivionbar at the blackbox.com Thanks and have a great day.